All right. So welcome, welcome, everybody, to The Real and the Righteous. Um, We always just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out to join us tonight. Um, We thank you guys for just being patient with us. Um, We had skipped a couple of weeks uh, due to uh, some family emergencies, but we are back. And we have a special guest with us tonight, Ronald Carpenter. And so um, we're going to go ahead and get started, you guys. We're super excited because tonight we're going to be talking about um, VA benefits and mental health. Um, as as you may or may not know, um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so uh, just, just to do a little quick introduction and then um, I'll allow uh, Shannon and then Ronald to do their introduction. And so... My name is Crystal Wilson. I am the founder and the CEO of the Entrepreneurial Push, which is a publishing company and a writing company. But we're not just that. We are a movement and we love to support entrepreneurs all over the world. We're all about building entrepreneurs up uh, spiritually, physically and mentally. Um, And so I myself am a military. um, I call myself a veteran and a, a military um, I'm a, I'm a full-time army reservist, but I'm also a, a veteran and, uh, was able to receive some benefits. And so that is just a little bit about me. Um, Shannon, I'll pass it, the mic over to you. All right. Thank you so much. So hello everyone. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Um, I am Shannon and I am the founder and CEO of the Real and the Righteous podcast. I am also an editor, editor for the Entrepreneurial Push LLC. I am also the BS Bypasser, the Solution Sprinkler, the Motivational Free Thinker, and the Jewel Dropper. Um, I feel like God has placed me in the ministry of helping people make it make sense. I am a mother. I work my nine to five in the healthcare industry doing medical billing. I'm a daughter a sister, a friend, and most importantly, a lover of Jesus. And I'm just striving daily to be a better person, to gain and give knowledge, and to let my heart be a reflection of God's heart. And I will pass it to Ronald. Hello, everyone. My name is Ronald Carpenter, and I am a veteran. I am the owner, founder of B2B Consultant Services and Mentorship. Um, what else can I, I'm a father of a daughter. I'm a brother and a friend of sisters also. Um, it's just a pleasure to be here with Shannon and Crystal. Um, I just want to go into this by starting this way first and letting everybody know that, um, mental health first starts out within the mind of every person. And as you use your mental abilities, your mind, your spirit, your soul, you're going to find out that you're going to have a lot of problems that's going to arrive from different things. So I'm going to give a little background about myself. Um, I'm a brother of, well, I'm a, I'm, I don't this, um, I'm from a big family of 14 of us. I'm the eighth of 14. My mother had 14. I'm the eighth of 14. Um, I'm privileged to know that um, I knew my mother prior to her passing my biological father still living but I was put in foster care at early age um, learning through foster care different roads and everything else that caused me a few things and I did have uh, mental problems when I was younger and when I said it it's, I had an anger problem so I, I'm letting people know that your mental anguish and your mental 
stress and everything that you're going through can start at an early age and we don't realize it, but we need to reflect on it. So I did have anger management problems. I did have to see a psychiatrist and to go through the whole process was something that I didn't really want to go through. I avoided it. I played travel. I did things off the thing. The doctor talked to me. I didn't want to talk about it. So now that I'm a disabled veteran, I want to talk about it so that we all can understand what all of this does to us. It hurts us emotionally, physically. It hurts us in relationships. It hurts us for our children. If you have a problem, you need to talk about it. There are a lot of opportunities to help you clear up your mind, your thought process and everything. As black Americans, we don't do it. And I'm learning now that even as I go through my mental problems, I'm realizing that everything that I did is a challenge. And we're being challenged every day with our kids, husbands, wives, exes, children, whatever it is. So we have to put everything on a front burner and let that be our guide map for us. And when I say guide, I want you to understand that it's going to be a part of your life that continues on, that goes on to your children. It'll be in an environment. You have to let everything that has caused you doubt, mistrust, hurt, pain, suffering, you have to sometimes let it go. Um, to the married ones out there, I'm going to say this. Your spouse might not understand what you're going through. They're not going to understand. They might come to you and say, what's wrong with you, honey or dear? You might say nothing. Just tell them pray for you. Don't You don't have to give them the specifics. Just pray for me. That's all you need because it's the key to all of our mental health issues. And we don't put that on, we don't even use that as our guide map. Um, I was in the military from 1983 to 1986. I was in a bad accident, nearly killed, being disobedient to the Lord and what he wanted me to do. So that caused my anguish and everything else. In the military, I had an attitude. I'm telling people now, I, I had a bad attitude. I laid out a colonel on the captain line to Korea because I didn't want to go there. But God sent me there for a purpose. When you're going through your mental problems, don't let that stop you from achieving that goal that God has for you or that you want for yourself. Don't. I advise you to take a step backwards and look at where God wants you to be. I don't want to be in Korea, but that's that the turning point of my life and a lot of other things. Um, your mental health can stop you. God put me on my back for three days. I couldn't move for three days. I got to walk. The doctors in Korea didn't know what to do. Or they didn't know what to say. Mm -hmm. They said, you get up, you're moving around. They sent me to a hospital in Korea. Nobody knew what was going on. Let's fast forward to 1986. I get out and I had this accident and I'm not worried about it. I said, before I got out, what would happen 10 years from now? I'm preparing my mind for 10 years. Well, almost 10 years, not even 10 years later, um, 1994, I filed my first case for my disability because of my mental anguish and what I went through. Don't do what I did. Don't stop yourself from getting your benefits with your mental cases, your mental health issues. When you get out or before you get out, start the process. You need to start the process as soon as possible. Because there are benefits that you have and you can get while you're in the military prior to you getting out. And those benefits go on when you get out. Mm -hmm. So 1994 was the first time I filed for my disability for the military. 
And the only reason why I filed for it was I had something happen to me that I didn't know what happened to me at the time. Um, I got up to go to work, my regular nine to five job, bent over, couldn't been back over, couldn't been back. And I had a daughter, my daughter was a couple of months old then. I couldn't pick her up, couldn't bend back, straighten up for nothing. And I was in my bedroom and I had a mirror in front of me and I pushed myself on the bed and I felt something move in the back of my back and didn't know what it was. I'm like, Lord, what is this? What are you saying to me? That that happened. I told my daughter's mother at the time, my wife, I said, look, something happened to me and I don't know what's going on. I got that morning to take care of my father, who was a diabetic. His con- was worse than my condition because he just found out that he was a diabetic. So I want to give you some, I, some areas of concern that I had going through mine, but I was doing my father at the same time. I got the next day to go to work before I went to go take care of my father. And I bent over. I couldn't straighten up for nothing. I tried everything. Couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I was at 6 o'clock in the morning. At 1 o'clock, in the afternoon was my earliest appointment that I could get for a doctor's appointment. That's what I'm telling you. Mental health and your welfare of your body, mind, and soul works together. Mm-hmm. At one o'clock, I get, well, it took me 30 minutes to get into my vehicle, first of all. And then it took me another 10 minutes to get to the doctor's office. I get out the car, another 20 minutes. I go into the doctor's office. He said, you shouldn't be in this much pain. So he sent me across the street to get an image done. And when I, when I went to go with them, I said, you took got to tell them it's going to take me at least 30 minutes to get across the street, driving, getting in the car, getting out the car just to get the symptoms done. I go get there. I get taken care of. I had a cyst on my spine, the size of watermelon. Now, people don't understand when you have a cyst on the inside, it's not on the outside, it's on the inside. It's on my spine. It's in my nervous system and all of that. How do you manage yourself? How do you get through that? How do you, that make you feel what do you what do you want to i don't know what to do i'm 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 stunned i'm emotional i don't know what to do so i had to um get that done they tell me i got a cyst on my spine we got to get that out you right away okay so i go to the va hospital in new jersey east orange i go there my blood pressure is skyrocketing doctors the ride everything don't let that happen to you I could have a stroke or something. I don't know. I drove myself and I was not even thinking at the time. I go to the sign. I think that I have to assist on my spine. They give me 10%. Okay, I deal with the 10%. I don't think nothing about it until last year. I said, you know what? I deserve more than what I'm getting. And I'm telling anybody and everybody, if you're a veteran, if you get hurt, you don't have to keep track of your records, but you keep track of them because... The VA does keep track of them. You just got to know where to go get them from. I um, I get the surgery done, an outpatient surgery. I get it done. Um, not at the VA, but I get it done outside and find out that when you got a cyst on the inside, they don't tell you to after the fact that it could be cancerous. I could have cancer all in my body. I thank God that I didn't have cancer. It came out negative, so I was glad about that. But... The thing about your VA benefits, your mental health, they're hand in hand. If you go to a doctor for one thing, don't let them tell you that it's nothing. You fight. You fight for what you believe. You fight for what you need. You fight for that issue, that problem. Mm-hmm. I, I for mine, it took 
30 years plus just to realize that I had all this opportunity to get this money that was due to me, get these benefits, get this information that I needed because nobody gave it to me. Be wise. Learn about yourself. Learn about what the VA can give you. Learn that you're important to you, your family, your children. Just know that you're a somebody. You're not a nobody. You're somebody. So this past year, well, seven months ago, I wanted to get my disability increased. So I went and did a wrong turn. I'm going to say it's the wrong turn. I went and asked the DAV. They sent me to somebody else. And then, of course, they charge you. They're a consultant. I'm a consultant. I'm going to consult you. Now, I'm going to consult you how you do things. When you want to get your benefits, you go to somebody that you know that's going to be willing to help you without charging you an arm and a leg. So what I did was I started researching. I started looking at it. They gave me the forms. You, you, you make your page for your uh, VA and everything, your health care and all the other stuff. And what you do is you input your information of what you want to file for. So I started filing for different things. And the DAV, all they told me was, we'll send you out. Oh, no, let me, let me back up a little bit. When I went to DAV, they sent me to, uh, it's called Trajectory Medical, which they changed their name now. And they said, well, when you go, Send us all your information. Okay, send them information for what? They don't need it. They said, well, we're going to schedule these appointments. They don't need to do it. You can schedule your own appointments. Once you put your input in, your information in, you're setting your own schedule. You're setting your appointments yourself. I didn't know that. So that's why I tell people, you have to know what you're doing. And I didn't realize until after the fact. So I had to go for different appointments, make those appointments, keep those appointments. Don't cancel the appointments. If there's an appointment that you can't make, let them cancel it. You don't cancel no appointments. Make every appointment. Make it to your best. Unless you have a conflict, then you can then you can um, not make it or whatever. Then you can um, dismiss it. But I tell you, don't. Make every appointment. So I went for uh, different hearings and everything else. And I'm saying, well, what did this company do for me? They said, well, when you go, you tell them this and you don't tell them that you don't. Well, that's, I can tell you the same thing. And I charge an arm and a leg. The thing about it is when you're going through your mental health status and when you're going through VA benefits and all of that, you as the individual control, you control it. No one controls what you want or how you can get it. So it's it's a challenge. So I was telling Crystal and Shannon my incident that led me to what happened to me and it's being disobedient and I found God's will, not doing what God said to. I was in a bad accident. And being in a bad accident the Lord showed me the accident. And I told people this so that they can understand. When you're in the will of God, don't get out of the will of God. Mm-hmm. When you want to be somebody, you stay in the will of God because God is the only one that's going to help you go through this. So me and um, I'm a PFC and the young man, he's a PFC. His name is Mr. White. To this day, I can't remember his name. Won't forget his name for nothing. And normally we do 24 hours on. So the background is I'm a 24 hour um, doing something for the military, a tank testing the whole nine yards. And what happens is, me, of course, I'm the one that says, Lord, I do it myself. I, I used to drive myself back to the barracks. This one day, this one vision that I had the whole night said, you ain't doing it. You're not doing it. I'm telling you this so you can see and understand why your health is so important to you and your family and why your mental health is so important to you. So we go down this tank trail, we're, we're testing this tank, it's got lasers, we get down there, 
They said, you can't go through. I'm like, all right. So we're coming back up. And the first thing that popped in my mind is, we're on a tank trail. Lord, if a tank comes down, we're killed instantly. So I tell Mr. White three times, and I was at the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I don't care how you guys look at it, but I see it three times. I said, Mr. White, slow down. Mr. White, slow down. Mr. White, slow down. Three times. The third time, he listened to me. And the back wheels on the truck locked. And the, fish, the truck was fished on. And we had two embankments on both sides, left and right. And all I said was, Lord, let it go off from my side. So the truck rolled a couple of times. They tell me three. It might have rolled four. I don't know. But I went. And the thing about it is, in the military, they always say, you wear your seatbelt. I don't believe in seatbelts, but I do wear them now. So you have to forgive me for that. But wear your seatbelt if you require to wear a seatbelt. I didn't have my seatbelt on that day. The truck rolled over one time, two times. I think I went through the windshield. And I landed in between two tall trees. I missed a stump by a quarter of an inch, and I landed on a roof. Mm. What happened was I was knocked out for a few minutes. I woke up. and somehow ended up walking up the incline or climbing up the incline, and I flagged somebody down. They were, they were looking for us. And what happened was once I got to the incline, I passed out. But I could hear everything they're saying. They're saying, we got to cut him out of his clothes. He might go in the shop. I heard everything. And it didn't dawn on me until after the fact. Mm. You see, God was telling you, you have to be careful when you want to be my servant because you're going to go through something. Mm. So after that happened, I ended up going back to Texas, my duty station, then I went to Korea. And that's where everything changed for me. My life experiences, everything changed for me because that's where God really utilized me. That's where everything happened to change my life. The accident changed my life in one aspect of it, but God changed it another way. My attitude was still there. That's part of my mental health. I can't help that, but it was there because I didn't want to be there. I, I didn't want to be a part of anything, but you got to be part of something or someone. You have to regroup and realign your life. You cannot just not be with nobody. You have to have somebody in your corner. So going through that phase, it changed me a little bit, and it changed me for the better. I left Korea, came back home, got back in place with God, still striving to do better than I have done, still want to learn more about God's will in my life, and the process started all over again. But when you have mental health issues, concerns about your health, when you have all of those don't be afraid to go to a doctor. My brother says, that's why the Lord makes these doctors. I'm like, okay. So you have to go to a doctor to get their opinion, but it's what you imply and what you need out of it. You don't have to take everything they say. Just know that you have to do what they require you to do. Um, right now, I'm supposed to be taking one, two, three, four, six medicines. To God be glory, I take zero. I'm trusting God on everything. My blood pressure was skyrocketing. I got my blood pressure down. Um, I'm supposed to be taking um, pills for my emotions. I don't take them. Once a day, I take that. There's things. But I, I'm going to tell you, as a vet and as getting benefits and as your mental health, you go, you do what they say, too. Um, I just have to go see my mental health doctor. Like, four months ago, I have to go see him now in July, the end of July, because once they found out I had PTSD, they said every three months I have to see him now. 
I didn't know that. I didn't know it was that serious. And I was telling him what I was doing, but he said, I need to see you three months. So I'm telling you, with your military benefits, with what you go through, with your anxiety, all of that stuff, please listen to your doctors. I'm not a doctor. I, I just don't follow, and I don't like taking pills for a lot of reasons, because after I got my sister removed, I was on... 1,200 milligrams or 12,000 milligrams of medicine, and I was seeing things that weren't there. So I'm not a medicine person. So I do apologize for that, but to each his own. But I'm telling you, you know, follow your doctor's guidelines, but also use God's guidelines. Use common sense. Use the knowledge that you have. Make everything that you do to better yourself, your family, your environment. Don't let a day go by where you can't thank God for everything that he's doing for you and how he's blessing you. You know, your mental health could be going through a death or something. It could be going through um, women. And, and I, I don't know why God places women going through um, having a miscarriage or something like that. You don't know what your mental health problem might be, but you need to reach out and get the help that you need. Every little bit of help that you get will help you down the road to succeed. I'm a witness of that. Where I thought I couldn't be nothing, I'm somebody. Where people said, you want to mount anything, I'm somebody. And I can say this from my experience. Going in the the military strengthened me from when I came out the military. Working for the United States Postal Service for 31 years, six months has strengthened me for today. And I'm going to tell you, you're going to have struggles. You're going to have headaches and heartaches. But let God be your guide. Let your emotions slow down. If you need a peace from this, like I do, I go to the park. I take pictures. I write poetry. Thanks to Crystal and Shannon, I wrote my first book. Thanks to Crystal and Shannon, I have my second book ready for them soon. You have to put God in everything you do. You have to have people that believe in, believe in you as you believe in yourself. And just know, you can get all the help you want. But you have to reach for it. You have to ask somebody for it. Don't be afraid. I'm still learning. I'm still moving forward. So I'm thanking God for everything. Now, Crystal and Shannon, it's back to you. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I don't even know what to say except for just God be the glory because you are a walking testimony. And I I did, um, I wanted to add a comment, but I had a revelation, um, Ronald, that God allowed you to, to um, still be here and be that walking and living testimony to be able to educate, you know, the people because um, that was something that that was something and, and um to my father father in law Eugene Otto Wilson rest in peace that was something that he preached to me he was like crystal just as how you're saying Ronald he was like go to your appointments now he was like go to your appointments now don't wait and i thank god for that and i thank god for you Ronald because a lot of people don't know that and like you said people wait until they get out of the military or that or until they're going through those processes and it makes it harder. And I just thank God that I'm, I'm, I was able to, to start going through those processes. So um, to God be the glory for that. But I had um, there was three things that I wanted to points that I wanted to make. And this was something when you talk about mental health. This was something that I struggled with 
and this is for anyone who may be listening to this that is um in the military right now or that's maybe possibly on active duty to take care of yourself first you know a lot of times with our jobs and with 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 being in the military we get so wrapped up in taking care of everybody else to the point to where when it's time for us to actually retire and just like Ronald said you know going through those injuries and things like that um you get to the point to where you're like man, I, I I didn't go to my appointment. I, I missed this because I had to take care of this soldier. And so I just want to say, like, take care of yourself first because you're not, when it comes to being mission ready and when it comes to, you know, um, your health, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but the mission is going to always come first. But if you're injured or if you're hurt and you just continue to ignore that, you know, you're kind of looked at as, you know, you're looked at as being, as being last. And so you gotta, t- you gotta take priority. You know what Ronald is saying is I, I, I'm a, I'm a living witness to that, to just really take care of yourself and to make sure that you go to those appointments so that when that time comes, you know, you, you, you can, you can take care of yourself because to be honest with you, those benefits are not only going to help you out, but they're going to help your family out also. And another point I wanted to make is to not feel guilty. You know, I, I I was telling Shannon about this. I used to feel guilty for like taking a self-care day and knowing that I needed it. You know, oh my God, are they going to get mad because I'm not at work? Or are they going to get upset because I'm going to all these appointments? And I had to really pray about that and push that to the side and say, no, Crystal, you're taking care of yourself. You're putting yourself first because everyone else is going to put themselves first. And so um, I just actually want just wanted to kind of add that and to just say, Ronald, thank you so much for just, you know, being that living testimony and just knowing everything you went through, um, you know, brought you here today and, and God allowed you to, to, to be here today to be able to support other people. Because for me, speaking from someone that is in the military still, you know, Nobody really is is educating us on this stuff. You know, nobody's really educating us on how to get VA benefits or even how to take care of your mental health. You know, a lot of a lot of times, you know, in the military, you're looked at as as weak, you know, and and like Ronald is saying, you know, that's not true. And you need to talk to somebody. You need to, you know, educate yourself on these things. And so I thank you for I thank you for that. Um at this time, I'm gonna t- was gonna turn it over to Shannon or to see Mom if you wanted to to um, add anything or say anything else at this time. Yeah, real quick. Um, so just to piggyback and everything, like you said, Ronald, that was amazing. Your testimony is amazing, um, and you know we're just grateful and thankful that you're here today to be able to t- to to give your testimony and to be able to share that with the world and share that with other people. But real quick, I just want to piggyback on. Um, what you were saying, I just want to piggyback on um, a few things. So the first thing I wanted to say was um, just to keep in mind that we we as people in the body of Christ um, and just in general, we have to be able to remain humble and know that um, know that, you know, it's OK to need help. Um, and because I've been there personally and I've been, you know, in a time where I was going through depression, but 
for one thing, I would say this. I didn't know that I was I didn't know that I was depressed until after I was already depressed. But because the circle and the people that I was around at that time weren't like minded individuals, it's hard to discuss those things with people who are not like minded. You know what I mean? And so, you know, looking back on it now, the, the circumstances may have been different when you think about, you know, first of all, recognizing that, like you all were saying, you definitely do like, like God blesses us through people. So just like what you were saying, your, your brother says, Ronald, there are people who God has anointed and ordained to help other people, whether that be in mental health, you know, whether that be in therapy or whether that just be being a shoulder to lean on or a shoulder to cry on. So we can't think we're above needing other people because God has God has ordained and aligned people to help us along our journey. And so, um, you know, we don't always have to take on that burden of, of feeling like we have to figure everything out ourselves. There are other people who are, you know, who are willing to help. And there are other people who have been anointed by God to be able to help us in our journey. So I wanted to say that. And then I also wanted to say, too, to keep in mind to be aligned with like-minded individuals because that's important as well because sometimes, you know, there may be be things that you're going through and you're not able to explain it, you know, or reason it out in your own mind. But if you are surrounded with like-minded individuals, they might be able to offer you some sort of insight that maybe you weren't able to, you know, figure out yourself. Um, and so I feel like that's highly important, but those are the only two things um, that I wanted to add, but also too, um, I think it was Ronald who was saying, and, and Crystal, you were saying too about, you know, with the mental health about, um, about the VA benefits sometimes, because I feel like they do go hand in hand, but at the same time, and I know, you know, I'm not in the military, so I don't know, but I know with the VA, they probably do help with mental health counseling and stuff like that. Um, but I will say that it may be hard for some people to even start the process in regards to the VA benefits if they're suffering from mental health issues. So, you know, that's another thing too, like those mental health issues have to be dealt with and whatever struggles that you're having, you know, in your mind have to be dealt with too sometimes before, you know, you kind of have to unclutter your mind. Like I have said this before. You know, you have to unclutter your mind before you're able to sometimes unclutter the other things in your life, whether that be with getting organized, with starting the process to get your your VA benefits and stuff like that. So, you know, with your mental health, it's just vitally important to kind of always keep keep a monitor on what is going on and, and being able to kind of recognize where you are mentally and not being afraid to to seek help if you need help. Um, and so that's all I wanted to add. Mom, did you want to add something? Mom, I think if you raise your hand, um, then I can bring you up to um, for you to speak.
Did you see the um the hand raised crystal or no? Uh, I don't see that on here. I wonder if Ronald. Oh, you know what, Ronald? You may have to do it because you're the um have the green moderator. I think if you click on um, her picture, and then it'll allow you to um, to bring them up to the stage. Crystal, are you able to see the hand raise on your end? Because I can't see it on my end. No, because I was about to say we're not um, on the mo uh, moderator. Because normally, if you're a moderator, it has that green uh, symbol on it. Okay. Oh, there Hello, Mr. <laughs> Everyone. And um, nice to meet you, Mr. Rano. I'm here visiting with my girls and hadn't seen them in about five years due to pandemic and other things, but I thoroughly enjoyed your uh, presentation. And now I'm interested in reading the book to hear further from you. But I really agree with both of what the girl said, and sometimes <clears throat> people don't want to ask for help. And I have to agree with what uh, Shannon said. Sometimes we don't they we don't want to ask for help, or people don't want to ask for help. They're embarrassed for other reasons, not realizing people have gone through like circumstances. But unless you ask, you know, the Lord said, "Ask and you shall receive." Mm -hmm. And as they say, "Closed mouths don't get fed." So. The first step, like you said, is recognizing the mental health and then asking for help because there's so many resources out there. I've learned a lot even since I've been here and looking forward to visiting with the girls and learning more about them. You know, sometimes adults, even parents, they think they can't learn from their children or other people. But as we were saying, God has placed people in our lives. And as we get older, uh, you know, we think we can't learn, but we should be learning every day. And so um, I'm looking forward to, you know, learning a little bit more and um, learning more about your book and just uh, be encouraging people. You know, sometimes even in the church, things will go on where I go to church and people will get offended and they'll say, oh, well, you know, nobody prayed for me or nobody did anything for me. Well, how will we know? unless you tell someone that you're hurting or tell someone what's going on. So I'm kind of long-winded too, but thank you. I enjoyed it. You're welcome. And Shannon, I want to, um, I'm going to piggyback off what you said. And that is true. Most veterans, they're, they're going through things left and right. And what they do is they don't want the help. Some of them don't want the help. You have a lot of homeless veterans. They just don't want the help. So when it comes to that, you can guide them. As says you can take a horse to the well, but it's up to him to drink it. Some of them don't want the help because of the conditions of what they went through. So sometimes, yes, it is a hard task. Yes, it's a hard task when we see our veterans out there 
that we know need help, but they're, they're reluctant to get the help. And yes, when you're on the outside looking in, it's, it's kind of a challenge because I was one of those that I saw, I know I need the help, but I didn't focus on getting the help myself. I My ex was one of those, she was a disabled veteran, 100%. She, and she said, well, I'll teach you and I'll show you how to do it. She didn't teach me anything. So what I did was I had to program my mind, say, you know what? If she's not going to help me, I can do it myself, but I'm going to need some type of starting point. So I focused on my mind what I wanted to do. So my starting point was, let me look at what I can get. Let me see where I can go. Let me see what benefits are there for me. And I saw all of her benefits. I said, wait a minute, she can get them benefits on a medical. I can get mine. So yes, Shannon, you are correct. If you don't know or if you don't want the help, you're not going to get it. If you don't push forward to get it, you're not going to get it. So you have to make it in your mind, just like religion, just like serving God. If you want to serve God, you're going to do it. If you don't, you're not going to do it. That's the same thing when it comes down to your mental health, your VA benefits, any benefits that you can get. That's what it's going to boil down to, your determination. Like your mother said, knock and the door shall be open. Seek and you be found. Mm-hmm. If you do that, you'll do it. But Shannon, you are right. Most veterans, we know we have issues and problems, but we don't want to do it. And I'm going to tell you, I just went through a, a eight-week course throughout the, throughout the winter, and it was a, a group therapy, <clears throat> and they were telling me how to do this group therapy. And I told them, I don't do group therapy with nobody. I want to do it one-on-one. So now I'm actually doing it one-on-one with somebody um, starting back up in July. But every month, every four weeks, I get a break, and I go right back into it. Because I want to make sure I keep my mind and my visions straight. They don't, they listen. That's what they don't listen for us. But guess what? I have to push that out there so that they can give me a little advice. I mean, I went through an incident over the summer. It was weird. And it happened around August. And I didn't didn't tell anybody about what happened to me. But I passed out. I was in my apartment by myself and I passed out. And I didn't know I passed out. But I did know. I passed out twice. And I didn't tell nobody. So my brother was calling me. My, I didn't answer my phone. I don't know what happened. For three days, nobody got in touch with me. For three days. Third day, my nephew came up to my house and says, Uncle, Uncle Ronald, what's going on? Your brother's worried about you. I said, nothing. I'm good. I talked to my therapist. You know, she said to me, my body was protecting me from something that I didn't even know. So, yes, there are times when you don't even know. My body is protecting me from something that could have happened, would have happened, whatever else, and I didn't even know. And so I had to stay with my nephew so my brother and my sisters would be okay knowing that I was okay. So, yes, there's times when your body will shut down or God will be protecting you or your body will be protecting you from something. Yes, that's another thing that happened. I don't talk about it because I don't want people to get afraid or scared. No, that's going to happen to you. Your body's going to shut down one day or you're going to do something odd. And the whole summer was different for me. From that point on, my whole summer was different. I was more cautious. I was more reluctant to go outside sometimes. And then when I did go, I had to call my daughter and say, look, I'm out at the store. My daughter's in New Jersey. I'm at the store. You know, so there's other issues that we deal with. That's a part of mental health. And yes, we don't want to go. We have that pride. We do have it where we don't want to talk to anybody or discuss it because someone might say, well, like your mother said, oh, well, you think, no, it's not about that. Now's the time that we have to condition our minds. And like I told you and Crystal earlier, let's get out that box. 
Let's get out that box or the four walls and let's step outside of the boundaries. And once you step outside the boundaries, you'll see the uniqueness of God's glory. And you'll see what you can do. So, Shannon, thank you. All right. You're welcome. Yes. And that is so true. Crystal, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. All right. Well, I think everyone pitched in. Did anyone else want to add anything? Crystal, did you have anything else to add? Well, yes, I wanted Ronald to actually talk about his book. So, you guys, Ronald is a, a published author, as he said, and um, um, we are we were so honored to be able to help him publish his project, a collection of lessons. And so, for everybody that's going to be listening um, to the to the replay and on Anchor, I would like for Ronald to talk a little bit about his book, and then Ronald talk, tell the people how they can um, keep in touch with you or get in contact with you. To for your services. Okay. Okay, my book is called Life Lessons, a collection of lessons. Um, that's one book. I have another one coming out, and I can't tell you the name of it because it's a part two, but it's on a different level. Um, it, it starts about our how we have to succeed in life. Life lessons is the way the way we go through things from being from birth up into adulthood. But what we don't realize is that each phase of our life, each phase that we go through, there is a lesson to be learned. So as you read the book, you'll see at each end there is a lesson to learn. So you can just meditate on that lesson. And that lesson will give you a guideline or give you an antidote for what you didn't see. And the reason I wrote that book was because um, the youth of today, they have no knowledge of anything. And they don't see life as we see it or as I saw it and you guys are seeing it now. Um, what they think is that life is a joke and they don't have no projection of what they want in the future. And I want to reach young adults and I want to reach the older adults too with my second book because I want them to understand that each day that we live, we're living a lesson. We're learning a lesson. So that's what Life Lessons is about. And I, I just ask you for your support. Um, you can... The client I have to help right now. Um, you can reach me on my telephone number through text and my 910-745-3188. You can reach me on my website. It's called B2B Consulting Services, LLC, and Mentoring. Um, I'm available if you need somebody to talk to, if you need me to consult you, if you need mentorship. Um, you can go on my page. And you can, um, this is a questionnaire or a question thing that you can fill out and say, look, I need to talk to you. Um, my prices are like low. Um, I don't believe in overcharging or being extreme because God has provided for me these past years and he will provide for me. So I just ask that if you want my services, you can connect with me. Um, you can also um, get my information through Crystal and Shannon, of course. But um, my thing now is to push the entrepreneur push as they pushed me to the next level. So I'm pushing them so that we all can get on one accord and we can go further with our entrepreneurship, our businesses, so we can relate and help each other. And that's what it's all about right now. So uh -huh. Crystal and Shannon, thank you for the honor to be on your podcast. Hey, Rick. I have two of them. You are welcome. You are welcome. And I just want to say to wrap up, um, one of the ways that we are helping um, push through is 
Um, you guys, we are going to be in Tampa, Florida, July the 14th through the 17th for the quarter three push and pour. Um, and I just thank Ronald for his assistance, um, in that. And we are going to just, we're, we're, it's going to be amazing. You guys, um, the Holy spirit gave me that a couple of years ago. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to be a worship experience. We're going to be pushing each other. We're going to be pouring into each other. Um, we're going to be educating each other. Um, we have an amazing group of people, Nicole Ezel, who is actually going to teach us about Facebook ads. Um, then we have Jeremy Wade, who's going to be teaching us how to um, create content. Um, Shannon will be there. I will be there. Um, Apostles John and Latanya Reed will be there giving us a prophetic and worship flow. And then we also have um, LaShonda, my business partner, LaShonda, and then Amber Jones, who's going to be talking about business credit. Um, Ronald's going to be there with his books. Um, and, and it's just going to be amazing, you guys. And so we, we want you guys to come out to that. Um, go ahead and get your tickets um, for that. Um, and for that, you just go to bit.ly slash push Tampa. But um, yes, you guys, we're going to continue to keep on pushing and keep on motivating each other. Ronald, thank you again so much for just taking the time out to just educate the people and to share your testimony. Um, you have an amazing testimony. And you guys, yeah, we're going to go ahead and hop off, but we will be back next Sunday. Um, we do the Real and the Righteous podcast every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we love you all. We pray that you all have a blessed, blessed day. And we will see you guys on the other side.